hello to Paiviki Alaraiha. Did I say it right? Yeah, sounded really good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so today's visit is in Paiviki studio in Helsinki. And uh, you're a Helsinki-based artist. Yes. Um, what do you do? Um, well, I do mainly painting and installation art. Right behind us at the moment is a future installation that will be shown soon. Right? Yeah, yeah, we, that's right. We're gonna get to that. Um, but before that, who are you? How did how did you even become an artist? And what's your background and your path up to this point? Like. Do you have other artists in your family? Um, no, I don't have any artist in my family. Uh, even though um, my mom does do some painting, but as a hobby. When I was young, I had no idea what I want to do. I thought about um, wanting to do something maybe creative. And I ended up studying textile design, and uh, I, oh. yeah, and that's that. That is what I did for four years, and only after that I decided to pursue art, and visual art. And that was yeah. a bachelor degree, or was it a high school? Uh, that was bachelor degree. Where did you start? Um, the textile design. Mm. Uh, that was uh, Seinäjoki Polytechnic. So, are you from Seinäjoki? No. no, 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 no. I applied there because um, when I was finishing high school, I I had no idea what I'm going to do, and then I thought about just doing a gap year and thinking about what, what would I like to do. But then I had some friends who were uh, applying to different kinds of um, artsy schools. And they told me that there's this one school which has like uh, later application dates. And that <laughs> school was the Seinäjoki Polytechnic. And so that was the only school that I had at that point a chance to apply to, so I did. And I got in and there I went. Yeah. <laughs> Schools should take example of this, and you know, sometimes <laughs> it's good to have a bit longer period to apply. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know how many people are um, deciding where to study like I did. like. I wouldn't recommend that to anyone. <laughs> I think you should think about what you want to do. And yeah, yeah. but I mean, when you're in high school, it's very difficult. Yeah, it is. It is. I had no idea when I was finishing high school. Yeah. I studied Greek philology for two years before applying to the academy. Okay. Because I was so clueless exactly what I want to do. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. And then from textile. How did you end up in painting? Um, well, when I was studying that textile design, I uh, I did some exchange studies, and that was in art school. So, because it was a, an art school, they uh, they were concentrating so much more in art and not the design part. So, when I was doing those studies, then I realize that I am so much more interested in art than design. That is like one thing that got me into art, really. Was that somewhere abroad? Yeah, it, yeah, it was in Australia. Whoa! Yeah. That's a nice exchange program. Yeah. So far. Yeah. And maybe the installation art came somehow in relation to the textile, or did it actually? I'm not sure if installation has really that much to do with the textile, 
thing. But of course, I wondered uh, at times that if my work has some kind of something in common with that, uh, with with my textile studies, it, it might have something to do with the colors, because I was that that was like. Uh, important for me when I was doing those textile design studies also and colors are important nowadays too so I feel I feel almost obliged to explain the situation with your hand and to thank you again <laughs> for agreeing to do this in this moment because you recently broke your wrist so mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not easy at the moment to just do stuff <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah just hope it'll be fine sooner yeah it gets gets easier every day so that it's good yeah you're preparing for this exhibition now uh but you said that thankfully you don't have that much left yeah physically to do yeah which is yeah. good so. yeah yeah i'm really lucky because usually if i'm preparing for exhibition uh, usually I have a lot to do the weeks before the exhibition opens but so this is like very rare for me that I don't have that much to do but I guess in a way good timing I'm, yeah <laughs> I'm lucky <laughs> yeah uh, when is the exhibition where is it uh, it's going to be in studio Maltinranta in Tampere and the opening is the 1st of March. And this episode is going to come shortly before that. So mm -hmm. for anybody who would possibly want to go and see it, they're very welcome to see it, I guess. Yeah, of course. This is the main thing you're working on at the moment, right? Or are you working on something else as well right now? Mm, well, right now, this is the main thing, yeah, but I've been starting a little bit doing my next project that um, I'm, I'm having this exhibition in Helsinki in one year, that's in uh, TN Gallery, nice. Painters Union Gallery. Okay. Yeah. And now you have a year, which is pretty generous amount of time. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah. And because this project was uh, done pretty much like earlier, so I had some time to start the new one also and yeah, do the th two things at the same time, like a little bit, not too yeah. much, but a little bit. I hope these sounds from the outside are not too penetrating in the video. There is a renovation going on quite nearby. Mm. But yeah, anyway, if somebody hears them, that's what it is. <laughs> um, about this exhibition in Tampere, do you want to maybe briefly like, tell me what it's about? And I mean, yeah. I don't know how much we want to share beforehand, but just maybe a little teaser. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, well, the exhibition is, um, it's a little bit different than I've uh, done earlier. This exhibition is about um, history of this uh, exhibition place and it's also about my own history. So you're connecting the the installation with the history of the space somehow? Yeah, I am kind of showing, trying to show this exhibition space with its own history in a sense. So I am going to uh, bring some artifacts from my own history uh, to this gallery space. So the building is an old uh, water treatment plant and it was built in the beginning of 
thirties and those objects that I'm bringing into this exhibition are uh, from the same time period and I'm I have collected those objects from from the place where I grew up. So I grew up in a farm and there's been like uh, many generations before me. On a farm, yeah. that must have been something. Where, uh, have you had some time like just doing some work on the farm when you were a kid or your parents were sparing you from that? I or was did... it no more an active farm? Or... Is it still a farm? Uh, it's not active anymore. Yeah, my parents have been retired for quite a long time for now. But when I was a kid, uh, we used to do uh, some helping on the farm. Not too much, but in the summer, I remember, we used to uh, help collect hay from the fields. I'm, I'm, I'm just imagining what it's like to be on, living on a farm in Finland in this winter type of situation. That must be tough. Yeah. In in a way, yeah, there are like some difficulties. When you are a child, then you don't really understand your surroundings that well and how it's different compared to everywhere else. Yeah, that is true. Mm -hmm. I've never lived in a house, for example. I've only been in apartments oh, all my okay. life. So that's why like just yeah. this more rural living for me is mm. very curious just because I've never had it. Yeah. But anyway, it was about the exhibition and not about the being on a farm <laughs> no, in general. No, no. Yeah, there's like um, tree objects um, that I'm using, weather wane and um, old saw and uh, this rake also. And this rake is something that I always also used when I was a kid. When we were doing the hay in is the field. Is it this object that is coming from the wall? Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's a broken one, so it has this yeah. sharp. End. Assumingly, it should go further. The, it should be longer. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The stick. Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing with these objects that they are old and rusty and not in the in their best shape anymore this is very interesting because i met you when i had this screening in in forum box you had an exhibition there and mm. i don't i don't think you had these ready made objects in your no. work back then no well this is the first time that i've done anything like this so it's new for me too. Was it the, that space that provoked you to to go in that direction or something else? Mm. I think uh, it all started um, during the pandemic because um, when that was going on I spent a lot of time at my parents place Hmm. And on that place that used to be a farm. Yeah. And I guess I was somehow affected by that, spending so much more time there that I ever used to do as a grown-up. So so I I think I just started to see that place differently and maybe think about it differently and and I started just to have some ideas how to maybe uh, deal with this kind of like past and history and uh, 
changing your views with things when mm. you are seeing them in kind of in a new light maybe yeah interesting mm. you never know where it's coming gonna come from yeah yeah it is what are usually the themes in your work in, in your previous projects mm. what were they about well usually i am doing this kind of um site-specific exhibitions so I um, I'm trying to create this kind of work that uh, is dealing with the space that where the works are exhibited and also I'm trying to um, have the viewer kind of see the space in a different light and see like uh, these different connections between the works and between the space and usually my work is very abstract so there are not really like anything this kind of well ready-made objects or or something now the installation that I'm doing for this new exhibition uh, it's going to be shelter kind of structure it's a it's going to be a scale model that is um, showing this kind of future plan for this shelter kind of structure so in 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 this exhibition it's about all it's not it's not only about the history it's also about the um, possible plan for the future the objects are going to be presented in this um, sähkötaulu. I don't know. What Electrical it. something. Electric board, like on the wall. There's this. Uh -huh, the this, the this, box that it connects the. Yeah, there's this photograph on the wall. You can see. Yes. There's this. It's like really big one. This electric. What's that called in English? Ele electric board, is it? Switchboard. Switchboard? Yeah, okay. switchboard it is. Okay. So the objects are kind of coming part of this uh, switchboard. You have very so professionally created a proper 3D model of the space <laughs> and... Yeah, I mean... I'm sure that not everybody does for every exhibition this, this detail no. of a model. But it's, it's generally good to have, I think, yeah. just to visualize the, the, the exhibition, how it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. And for me, I think it's a really important tool to have. I think that might be my favorite part of planning the exhibition is when I start to do it. And part of it is the building this scale model of the exhibition place and I feel like by building that I can get this sense of the proportions of the exhibition place and and also see maybe that kind of things that I don't necessarily usually see when I'm visiting this place mm. Mm. and especially if you have a site-specific object or mm -hmm. installation or some yeah. something there you could plan it a lot better if you have the space in front of you yeah 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 it's really important i think and also like this is just like a sketch with these papers it might be a lot different when i'm doing the installation in the gallery have you tried doing a 3d model with some software to do that or um i did that once uh, that was in school but um i i've never thought about doing that like after that because i feel like it's very different when you can uh, do it by hand and you have the actual Mm. space in a small size with you 
It's so you, very different when having it on screen. For sure, for sure. Mm. So you do enjoy the handmade yeah. hand element. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm using textiles to make this pulp for the paper. Like this is a pulp that is dried and this is made out of this painting that I... Uh, no, 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 the fabric that I use for painting. I am maybe using it later to make paper again. So it's important to have some sort of uh, reusing of materials for you. Mm. Yeah, that is one thing that I am thinking about. And that is one thing what I like about doing this paper is that it is more environmental friendly than uh, maybe some other stuff. I remember the first time that I started exploring, like if I could do it, was at my studio 2018 maybe. And then I did some tests, but it didn't work out really. Then I just decided later on to do those tests with the paper again. It is just such a nice material. The way I'm using it, it's, it's like very rough, the surface. And also maybe I was interested in it because there, I saw this possibility that it could be at the same time two-dimensional and three-dimensional object. Do you have like some kind of interest in paper or? Yeah, you like could that? say that maybe. I mean, I ha I'm not really doing paper by myself, but I like paper. And at the moment I'm actually making these drawings on paper. Is there some other theme or topic or that you are kind of exploring with your work? I guess the main thing in my work is the site specificity and, and the relationships between the uh, viewers and the space and the works. But of course, I have these um, other points in my work also. But I guess it is all connected this connected to this idea, like how how are we perceiving space and things in it? But also when I'm doing this um, uh, individual pieces there are like um, always some ideas that that they are not just only site specific but they also have some other idea in them too and a lot of the paintings I've been doing for example, have this kind of, um, well, basically they are uh, very um, kind of minimalistic. Then there are not that many details. So, for example, I can have like um, painting that has like um, two colors in them and it's it's about how the colors have the borderline in between them and how they are interacting with one another. What happens in, in those kind of paintings is that because when the colors have the same amount of light, I don't know how to say it in English, like the, mm. the lightness is same, mm. if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think I do. When they have the same intensity of the color, I don't know because there's because I don't know if the intensity is is it to do with the hue or like the maybe the best way to describe it would be like that um, um, either one of those colors is not lighter or darker than the other, if that makes sense. So when the colors are like that, the border between them starts to like move a little bit like a, uh -huh. like a yeah. flickering or something in your eye. Like, you know, because yeah, yeah. the eyes 
eyes can't really separate the um, it's too it, yeah color. it's too subtle for for the eyes yeah it's too subtle for the col eyes to see how the colors are different from an, from from one another yeah 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 almost op art type of uh, i mean it's of course different yeah. because you're not pursuing specific type of an illusion or something there no no it's not about illusion but it's about the reality effect. actually yeah reality and and how how we are perceiving mm. things like colors yeah yeah, yeah. How we perceive things is very interesting for me. Also, what I've seen from your work, it's it's so subtle. Like the the colors themselves are very, very not loud. Yeah. Usually, I I use a lot of that kind of like light colors and soft colors, but also I've been doing like some uh, stronger. I guess in in your next exhibition in the gallery you will have something more painterly or or is it just a wrong assumption there <laughs> well or is it too it, early to say at this point it's too early to say but yeah, i've okay. been having of course some plans and ideas about that and it could go either way i could really focus on the painting part in my practice or I might go to total opposite way, but we'll see. I'm not sure. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. When is it? Is it in the spring sometime? Yeah, or mm, no, it's in February. February. Yeah. Okay. So exactly a year from now. Yeah, that's right. How do you generally sustain your practice? Do you, for example, sell works to be able to be an artist or? Do you rely on the grants or do you have other type of work? Mm. Uh, well, sometimes I do sell my works and that helps. But I've been lucky enough to get grants these past years. So that's been like the main uh, source of income for me do you involve other people in your projects like friends or colleagues or do you have collaborations or do you work alone yeah i do involve people even though i'm not um doing really like collaborative work but i think it's really important to have other people affecting your work at least it's important for me to just to even just to check my ideas and how things are working and 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 also i'm very aware of the fact that i am trying to do this work also for other people than for myself so you involve people mostly through conversation or do you have other ways? How do you do it? Yeah, uh, usually I have studio with visits with my friends. Yeah, uh -huh. that's the, maybe the main thing. Mm -hmm. So you just decide now I need some opinion and invite somebody and they give you the opinion. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it goes. But I think my partner is like the most frequent visitor for me. <laughs> yeah. And he's been influencing my work a lot. And he's also done some writing for me. Is he an artist as well? Or? Um, no, he's doing um, research like in sociology, but uh, he does have this art background, so yeah, he knows what to do and what to say. Yeah, it's interesting that you are now the second person who says that the people who are close by, like the friends or family, are the ones who influence you the most. 
my previous mm. guest Miradona Circa, she also said that her friends are her biggest influence mm. on the work. And I personally haven't thought about this before. Oh. Yeah. Of course, it makes sense if you start thinking about it a bit more, but... Yeah. Yeah. Because maybe somehow there is this idea generally that some famous artist would be an influence for you or whatever. I do mm. usually always ask people also about that <laughs> towards mm. the end of the talk, but uh, mm. but it doesn't have to be. Like it's, mm. I guess, in yeah. some cases it's just the people around you. Yeah. And I guess it's um, also, it might be that they are this influence, but also it's like I'm getting influenced by things that I'm researching in a way around me. But then when, when I'm in contact with people and talking about my work, then I think it might be uh, a bit different thing happening there, but the influence in a way. But of course yeah. I am I am influenced by my friends and my spouse. So would you say that a, a sort of a community of peers around you is important also? Or is it just separate specific people? Or hmm. do you need a community? Yeah, well that's an interesting question because I've, I've never thought about it like that. Because I've been thinking about how it is important to have people around you, but but I guess it might be that I th I see it in a way this kind of loose community, sort of like because mm. I have my studio uh, just for me. There's no one else working in this. Spain, same space, all the people that I'm connected with, they are somewhere else and mm. I, I don't see them daily necessarily, uh, at least not when I don't talk about my work with them daily. Do you have some specific ways of how your work goes? Do you do you work at one project at a time? Do you work on several? Or mm. You said now they kind of overlapped with like the previous one and the next. But yeah, yeah. How does it usually go? Well, usually I I'm just concentrating on one project at a time. Yeah. So. And is there some set of uh, routines of how how you do things? Yeah, I guess so. Because uh, usually I always start to think about the space where I'm going to exhibit the works. So that is always the starting point for my work. I always have some ideas uh, with the space. And so um, it's really important to have a space to exhibit. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it is. It is crucial if you are doing something site-specific then. What can you do if there's no space? Have you always exhibited in a gallery space or have you done something in a, another type of location? Yeah, I guess it's always been in a gallery or a museum. But, yeah. Have you done any public art? No, no, I haven't done. Would that. you do a public art piece if there would be a chance? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I've been interested in that, but um, I guess I've been just busy doing these exhibitions, so I haven't had like that much time to uh, think about those public artworks. And when you have a project you work on, uh, do you first conceptualize the whole project and then do it? or? Does it happen together, like when you do stuff and then ideas come from mm. the doing? 
Well, usually it starts like I have I have to gather like maybe a couple of ideas and then I start to develop them and start to do the sketches and uh, some kind of like in some cases some kind of like models and um, doing all this practical stuff like trying out materials and things so from that on then I start to think about the uh, larger concept of the exhibition. I would imagine that coming from this textile background it, it very much helps when you deal with different materials. I guess we did study the material side of the textile a lot when I was studying that textile design but but yeah, I'm not sure if if it's uh, if my work is that connected with that kind of um, maybe material. maybe somehow I connected because uh, you have these different papers. Or I assume they're handmade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. <laughs> they look they, like they, it. They look like it. <laughs> yes, which which somehow. It's similar in my mind to a, a piece of textile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, there there is some similarity in that in the way they look. Of course, yeah, I can see it. But maybe like the whole practice, how how you make paper, is kind no, it's, of it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, of yeah, course. It's, yeah, it's yeah. very different, like from how how to make a textile. Yeah. Have you ever found yourself in a creative block? I guess there might be like this kind of like small blocks at times but I don't remember having anything like a major block or something like that but of course there are some difficulties sometimes to get things going on and yeah what do you think provokes that for you or it's been re the reason for for, for for the blocks yeah um, well I guess usually it's when I have to start making something out of kind of out of nothing if I don't have if I feel like I don't have anything in my mind already then I can I might feel that kind of block like I don't know what to do mm how to get things started. Is this the same as that, like, uh, fear of the blank paper page or something? It might have something to do with that. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Yeah. And how do you overcome them when you, when something like that happens? Mm. Well, then I just start to do something, find something interesting. Where but, do you find something interesting? Well, I guess the well, of course, there's always something interesting there. But the problem is really that I'm not sure if I'm uh, like if that if those things are the things that I want to be working on with. Mm. So, to um, what helps in that situation is that I just have to like think about different things and do some research, and then I might also go back a little bit and think about what I was interested in earlier, like what the work I was doing earlier and what was important for me. So maybe that all that kind of checking helps me, like yeah. just to get this sort of like idea and understanding in general, like. Do you come to the studio every day or most days to work? How important mm -hmm. it is to, to be regular here? Or does it more depend on the project you're working on mm -hmm. at the moment? Um, 
I think it's important for me to come here like regularly and I usually come here from Monday to Friday. How long have you been in this specific studio? Mm, maybe like five years or so, something like that. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> um, how big is this place, more or less? Uh, it's 20 square meters. 20? Yeah. And if you stay five years in it, it's probably fine for you. Uh, yeah, it's all right, I guess. Of course, I could use uh, a little bit more space because sometimes I do work that is uh, really big. So this space isn't really uh, big enough for some of my work, but but you do have high ceilings, which is good. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. What would you say is the most important part of the studio for you? Mm. Most important part? Element. Element. Something of that sort. Mm. Well, Aspect. Yeah, <laughs> I think, well, it's important for me that I can concentrate, so it's that's why it's important that there's not too much noise around me, so that's good. And also light is important. And yeah, yeah. many windows. Yeah. So you don't share your studio with others, you're just by yourself here? Yeah. Do you store your work? here or do you have a different like storage space or something? Mm. I have some storage space at my home but I don't have any other storage places. How important is for an artist to have a studio in your opinion? Well I guess it depends on the artist. I mean <laughs> for you how important is yeah. it for you? For me it's like well it's really important I'm doing these objects that need to have some kind of space where I can do them. So I can't imagine like not having a studio. Have you always had one after your studies? Yeah. 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 That's nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> have yeah. you shared with other people studio before? Um, yeah. Yeah. After I finished my bachelor degree then after that i i did share a studio like for two years and how was that does it work for you as well to share or would you rather not it was all right um i didn't i don't think i had any problems with it but it might have been because uh a lot of the people who shared that studio with me, they weren't really around. They were like doing different things. Mm. So I, I had, I still had like a lot of time just to by myself to um, concentrate my own work. But it was really nice when the people came in just to uh, have them around and that's like should be like christmas light but i just hang it like that if i want to have like some small light in here and not use the lighting from the ceiling something like completely unrelated to that have you used like social media somehow for your art is it important to have that presence i haven't used social media really like I joined Instagram last December was it. <laughs> okay that's a that says it all <laughs> yeah but why did I, you join it well I guess 
I was curious to see like um, how how could I use it and could I uh, like like use it in some meaningful way like just to like maybe um, have a, like an understanding what's going on uh, and how has it been so far I haven't been using it like a lot but I've been checking it regularly and I I've only done one post at this point so so I guess I'm still kind of figuring it out like how I'm going to use it and if not probably I will just use it in some like minimal way I think take your time <laughs> no rush <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do you go to exhibitions a lot well I try to and I wish I could see more exhibitions that I have time to but I think it's important to see exhibitions since I'm doing exhibitions it's really important to see what other people are doing and mm. yeah yeah where do you usually go when you go hmm well usually museum exhibitions sometimes and then I go I go maybe to see like Sinne Gallery and uh, SIC and there are also like other galleries like Gallery Anhava and Helsinki Contemporary and 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 Oksasenkatu 11 and what are there well different places there are other places too but mm. Mm. is it is it weird to say Oksasenkatu 11 okay. it's r- super weird because <laughs> <laughs> you pause there for a moment <laughs> yeah <laughs> Because is there some kind of English name for that gallery? I have no idea. No, it's like Oksasenkatu 11. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sounds super weird. <laughs> but that's so fine. So it's just Oksasenkatu <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's funny. No. How the thinking changes if you say it in another language, the same thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm. Are there specific artists that you follow their work? Obviously yeah. not through social media. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still use the internet. So <laughs> basically the same things are in the so- social media and on the internet somewhere else. Websites. I've noticed this, yeah. that it works like that. I think you, it does. Yeah, I think yeah. it does. <laughs> No, it's just I think social media just makes it easier. And yeah, faster. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, true. But yeah, what artists do you check their websites? Mm. Well, there are several of them. Rebecca Quaitman has been important for me, and then there's um, Sarah Rapson and and um, Trisha Donnelly. Thea Diordjatse, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Diordjatse, maybe. I would would not know how to write her name, but I would ask you that separately. Yeah. (laughs) Because you know, on the website of the podcast, I collect these names. Okay. People who inspired other people. Yeah. And I write them there in a list. Okay. So, yeah, I would ask you afterwards about that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I interrupted. Yes, if there's somebody else. Um, 
Yeah, there are many of them, but I don't know how big list do we ha- want to have here. <laughs> there were some it, names already there, but it's all right. If even yeah. if just with these names, and if you think about something else, you can tell me later. Yeah, you can just add it there. Yeah, but yeah, of course, I should mention that um, I have colleagues and friends that inspire me too, like in here Helsinki. I guess those are the people that I follow through the internet and then are these Helsinki-based people that I, I see them, their exhibitions and stuff. And mm. yeah. What would be some other places of inspiration for you, apart from the gallery space? Mm. Any place can be like p- possible for that kind of influence or inspiration. Just the world as a whole? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe vis- visiting like different kinds of places, like all these public places. They all have like maybe different kind of atmosphere in them. And then I also like to visit like historic places, maybe. Like churches. They have this really nice atmosphere sometimes and really interesting lighting for example and and different things but Mm. but i guess it's important to see just different kinds of places it's not just the uh one one type of place that could be interesting yeah do you travel a lot how important is traveling for an artist I'm not the person to ask about that, but it just came to my mind when you, <laughs> when you said different types of places. Yeah, because um, I don't really travel that much, but uh, and if it's important for artists, um, I guess not if you don't do it that much. Well, yeah. Or would you want to do it more? I think I would like to do it more, but it's not, I guess, possible for the environmental reasons only, like travel that much. I mean, there are many, many ways you could travel. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And not necessarily too far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And that's something that I've been doing and wanting to do. That's just to visit places nearby me and just don't have to go that far. Yeah. Finland is pretty large by itself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, how can you stop Empire? Because today is actually the 14th. <laughs> Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day for whoever celebrates that. Yeah. Hyvää ystävänpäivää.